Voci începito, va sâmbani tai dori, ta Christos Ariavi Merilots. Christ is risen from the dead. Welcome, everyone, to the third installment of our uh, fiery furnace. I am Father Samuel Rithnagerian, pastor of St. Sarkis Armenian Church in Charlotte, and I am joined again by Father Hovnan Demergen of St. Hagop in St. Petersburg, Florida, and Father Revont in Dallas, Texas, the pastor of St. Sarkis Armenian Church. Welcome again. Uh, today, our discussion uh, centers around our expectations during times of upheaval and the disappointment and even anger and resentment that can come from and, and follow uh, when our expectations are unmet, our human expectations. We just concluded the 2020 Holy Week, which I think for, for almost all of us failed to meet our expectations on, on many different levels. I know during the last few weeks, um, you know, I have seen a lot of good things um, and I've tried to, to uh, keep my, my thoughts and, and prayers and, and focus uh, as St. Paul writes to the Philippians, uh, on what is pure and what is praiseworthy, uh, even in the midst of, of darkness. And still, thinking back to the Lenten journey that we began in February, this Easter Sunday, I would say, wasn't what any of us expected. Um, as priests, pastors, uh, faithful, um, this is, this is not something that we saw coming or hoped for or expected. And, and if I'm honest, um, it, was, it was a painful disappointment, um, even, even more so uh, for, I think, for so many of our faithful who were not able to participate uh, in, in the same way that we have in years past with, with their physical presence. Indeed. Um, you know, we, we felt that that pain of, of physical separation at a time that we were supposed to be uh, filled with joy and celebration of being together, that communion and renewed life that we celebrate uh, at Easter, that resurrection. Um, you know, during this, during this time, I was you know, reminded of uh, the disciples and their own expectations that they had for Jesus, uh, especially Peter. Uh, and his expectations for the Messiah. Uh, they were disappointed, uh, even, even indignant, um, when, when Jesus told them, uh, you know, that he was going to Jerusalem to, to suffer and, and be crucified. Uh, this, was a, this was a very different victory than I think any of them were expecting. You know, we, we see them throughout the Gospels, you know, they've, they're already planning out, um, you know, where they're going to sit uh, in, in, in the thrones in heaven and, and who's going to sit at, at the right side and, um, you know, who's the greatest. And they have all these expectations of, of what that kingdom is going to be like. 
And so we see in, in Matthew 16, uh, Peter takes Jesus aside after he's explained all of this, uh, and he begins to rebuke him. I mean, he's, he's, he's angry with, with, with Jesus. And he says, God forbid it, Lord. This must never happen to you. But Jesus turns to Peter and says, get behind me, Satan, for you are a stumbling block to me. For you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. And so I, I think that much of our disappointment can stem from, from setting our minds on, on human things, uh, our expectations. You know, when I expect my will to be done, uh, you know, we pray every day, uh, but sometimes we forget uh, how our Lord taught us, uh, our Father in heaven, your kingdom come, your will be done. And so, you know, thinking back to the beginning of this year, even, uh, we, we all made a lot of plans as priests, pastors, as individuals, in our own, you know, personal lives, we made a lot of plans for, for 2020, um, expectations that I had uh, that have either been greatly altered uh, or even crushed completely. Um, back in January, I remember uh, buying tickets, uh, excited, you know, planning out actually this year to to travel to Dallas for our annual assembly and, and clergy conference, uh, even spending an extra few days uh, getting to visit with the and and your family. And obviously that's not that's not happening this year. Um, you know you've also you, you've had a new a new church in the works uh, mm -hmm. being built. Um, and I, there's been some delays with that as well. And I imagine that especially for you, uh, th this year, you, you've dealt with a lot of unmet expectations uh, for, for you, your family, and, and community. Yeah, I mean, starting in January, I mean, as early as January, only three months ago, we expected to have the church consecration on April 4th. Um, we expected to have the, uh, the Women's Guild uh, meeting, the Diocesan Assembly, the clergy conference in May. And all of that has been postponed, changed, uh, and lots of disappointment in the community, but also uh, personally. I mean, if we just think about the church, the new church, we've been waiting for about five, six years for it to be completed. And for many, many reasons, things have been pushed back and this and that. But, um, you know, the real question I think we all have, at least in our parish, we've been trying to wrestle with is whose expectations are we trying to live up to? And me personally, what, whose expectations? Am I trying to live up to my family's expectations, um, my parishioners, myself's uh, expectation, or God's expectations? And, you know, it's one of those things like, it's not bad. A lot of people think expectations can be bad because disappointment comes with them. Um, but it's not bad to have expectations because that's how we improve and that's how we grow and we, and we become better people. It's when we have those expectations become, it makes, when we want our expectations or we want to fulfill expectations specifically to please other people, that's when it can become destructive and, and disappointing. Uh, really the only expectations we should try to live up to, I think, is, is God's expectations. What does he expect for us? Um, I've tried and I fail many times. I fall down and I, am, uh, I disappoint God, I'm sure. But at the same time, God gives me so many opportunities to redeem myself, 
to redeem myself and become a better person and live up to the expectations he has. Sometimes I do. More often, unfortunately, I don't. And I miss out and I ignore them and I fail again. But the wonderful thing I think for our, that for our faith in our God is that he is one who constantly gives us chances to live up to the expectations he has given us. And it's up to us whether or not we follow those and live up to them or we follow what other people think we should be doing and do that. So, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's very tough. Yeah, ultimately, we have to, to, to put our hope uh, in, in Christ. In Christ, yeah. Not in, not in anything else. And I think these times really hit that home to us. You know, where is our hope placed? Is it in physical things or in people? Or is it in, in Christ Jesus? And I, I know it, for me, the, the, I would say the past, the past few weeks and, and months have really been that for me, uh, eye-opening and uh, kind of waking me up. And I think uh, along with a lot of people, yeah. um, you know, priorities and expectations and, and looking to, to God ultimately is our hope. Yeah, I think if I may say real quick, this yeah. Sunday is New Sunday. Uh, Easter just happened, the resurrection, new life. This is almost for the, the church, the body of Christ, a, a new year. You know, we're now starting a new year and we should have new year resolutions or new year expectations for the rest of the year. What are we expecting? Yeah. I don't know, Der Hovnan, you're the, uh, you're the senior uh, clergyman of the three of us. Um, yeah. And I think, I think you're coming up on, on 13 years uh, serving. Lucky 13. As, oh, a, as a priest. And um, I'm sure uh, during that time, you know, you've, you have um, experienced your share of, of dealing with expectations, whether it's on a personal level, um, you know, of yourself, or can you, can you share a little bit um, about, about your experience? Absolutely. Um, you know, first on the lighter side, I, I must say I was uh, very disappointed uh, in the, I was looking forward to barbecue and a visit to the um the dallas cowboys did i, I think that was in yeah. Yeah. um and, uh, yeah so my heart is sometimes uh set on things of this world uh but nonetheless as far as expectations for me um it's part and par parcel to being a pastor and i think that um anyone in the caring professions i would say probably can identify a lot of people get into this in the first place because they're caring people and if you care about people and if you want to help them then uh taking on some expectations comes uh with the territory um for me uh what where i get into trouble is certainly um with uh things focused on the world and not god but also just in uh sort of um expectations uh between people that aren't conscious or communicated or agreed to i think is sort of on the basic human level um uh this great guy pete scazzaro who talks about emotionally healthy churches and relationships um lists those as like the three dangers of um unmet expectations and the uh anger or depression whatever that comes from them is that if they're not conscious if we don't even know we have them if they're not communicated 
um, and, and if they're not um, agreed to by the people involved. And for me, I think in times of crisis and difficulty like this, all of the expectations go out of whack and they need to be renegotiated and recommunicated and reexamined. Um, a simple example is just that, you know, um, already for all of us, Holy Week was an intense period of work. And then with the coronavirus, um, okay, we have to talk to all our parishioners and there's an expectation of that in addition to the expectations of, of worship in our liturgical tradition. And, you know, in my head, I'm just, um, I expect that, for example, my wife and the other people that work with me, that they understand those high expectations, uh, but they have their own things that um, if we can communicate and realize their expectations, we can avoid a lot of heartache and problems that my wife, for example, has two kids at home and is do, still doing all the cooking and cleaning. And she has expectations of me to help out more. And I have expectations of her to help out more. And if these things, you know, aren't communicated and realized, um, we can definitely be the cause of our own suffering, uh, which is, which I am uh, continuously, uh, but God is merciful, alas. Um, so that for me is the human interaction element. And I would just add, uh, that uh, because we're not just um, talking about human relations, but in our work, um, we are um, uh, doing our humble best to represent and stand in for, for God, um, that I think a lot of those unmet expectations for people with God and with their life in general, can, we can get in between all of that. Mm -hmm. And so all the more reason um, that we have to be um, in communication with God and realistic and communicating about expectations. Uh, otherwise we'll get more tangled up. I think of, you know, the person that has, uh, unrealized perhaps expectations that their children will, they'll all speak perfect Armenian and they'll live five minutes away from them in the same place. And they'll always go to church like they did growing up in the old country. But when all of that, those expectations aren't met, uh, there's a lot of pain and loss that goes with that and you know really spiritually and emotionally mature people can get through that but all of us probably need help in that um because otherwise it becomes into unresolved forms of of anger and depression and lashing out that we can of course you you both have been involved in uh, things like that um but again god offers us an opportunity to uh work that out through him so and and that's that's really the key to it i think that's um, ultimately, the the message of this um, is is faith, trusting in God, trusting uh, in in His plan and and His will, um, which which I think all of us, you know, in to some some degree, uh, fall short of. It, it's not an easy uh, it's not an easy thing, um, but we we do know that his his promises are true um and that's what we set our hope on is those those divine things uh as as christ said in the gospel um you know we may you know each of us may encounter those those stumbling blocks uh when when our uh, personal expectations of ourselves of other people even god uh are not met um and you know we talked about that that can can lead to despair and discouragement, uh, you know, a feeling of of failure, um, as though no. as though we're actually separated from God. 
um, or that feeling that he's he's far away. Um, but we know that uh, that his uh, his desire for us and his ability and power to to turn uh, sadness and brokenness into to joy and wholeness, and and that's what that's what we hope in. That's the that's the message of the of the resurrection and this this Easter season that we're that we're celebrating now. Amen. If if you have any other uh, final thoughts or anything you'd like to add, um, otherwise uh, I think we can we can close now with with prayer. I think I think we're good unless you have other expectations from us. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. I was expecting a lot more out of you, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks for gathering us together again, even from a distance. For we know that you are always with us and that nothing can separate us from your love and mercy and your promises are true. You taught your disciples saying, truly, truly, I say to you, you will weep and lament, but your sorrow will turn to joy. Our hope is in you alone, Lord. In the words of St. Gregory of Nautic, King on high, mighty and awesome, blessed Lord Jesus Christ, for someone like me who despairs of salvation, only you, can change the curse of mortality into the blessing of life. Only you can turn the discouragement of blame into joyous praise, shame into resilience, humility into honor, banishment into the hope of goodness, separation into the expectation of reunion, menacing words into compassionate comfort, final condemnation into a second chance at deliverance. Look upon us in our doubts and perils, glorified Son of God, who alone are compassionate and will pardon, heal, save, protect, renew, restore, lift up, support, and create again in blissful purity. Yours is the power, yours is salvation, and yours is the mercy, adored together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and we'll see you again soon. God bless. <laughs>